Are you looking to purchase a new vehicle with that tax return this year? Hey, it sounds like you need to make a quick stop to Toys and Ford. From the moment you step into their showroom, you're more than just a customer. You're an honored guest. Toys and Ford's only aim is to serve your needs to the fullest, and the team at Toys and Ford will go the extra mile to provide you with compelling options for new and used vehicle shopping. Purchasing a vehicle? It can be a big decision, and Toys and Ford knows that. So make it easier with the help from Toys and Ford. Who doesn't love Hy-Vee? Once you walk in the store, you're in for quite the shopping experience. So grab yourself a coffee and check out everything Hy-Vee has to offer. From their top-of-the-line produce section, A-plus bakery, a deli department that includes so many different cheeses you didn't even know existed, a superb meat department, and even shoes, plus the best wine and spirits department in the area. And once you're done shopping or need to grab a bite to eat, they have many different options in their food court, including the popular Wahlburgers. Experience the Hy-Vee experience yourself today. Hello, friends. You've now entered the Man Cave Podcast, unplugged and unfiltered. This is a podcast where the topics are mostly about sports, but sometimes we mix in some other items, like, is Bigfoot real? Who is the best Batman? You're guided through each episode by a man who's the man for his time and place, Dan Casper. So welcome to the Man Cave, and stick around for a while. You're going to like it here. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Podcast brought to you by our good friends from Toys and Ford and Hy-V. It is a Friday, which means it's another top five Friday on this episode of the podcast with Mr. Brandon Berg. But not one. We're going to do two top fives here. Uh, This chair squeaks so much. I need some WD-40 on it or something for crying out loud. Um, Anyways... So we're with with the baseball season underway. It's a good time to kind of maybe do like a recap of our favorite baseball movies. Yeah, because I feel like when it comes to sports movies, baseball's king. I think so. When you when you think about some of the best, I mean, you know, you, boxing's up there too. When you got Rocky and Raging Bull, and now Creed. There's a couple football and maybe a couple basketball, and you know, obviously hockey's Miracle and Slapshot and Mighty Ducks and that. But it seems like there's more baseball movies than than not. So, yeah, and especially I think like maybe during our child when we were younger, yeah, a lot of and these. I think that'll too, become so. evident with mine. <laughs> I, well, I know you're number one already, but I won't ruin it yeah. for anybody else that that's listening. But I got to ask, do you have any honorable mentions? I didn't because okay. we were doing do. two. But that's great. Hey, yeah. go ahead. I actually have honorable mentions, Look and you. you don't. It's the Brandenburg honorable oh. mentions. For for top five, so I've got uh, I've got two, two honorable. Men. I keep going back and forth because there's one that I don't know if it's an honorable. Okay, I got three honorable mentions. I'm just gonna do it. Uh, the original Bad News Bears with with Walter Matthau is an honorable mention. Uh, rookie of the Year is an honorable mention for me, and the rookie, the Dennis Quaid one. That that one just makes me tear up a little bit. I was watching watching it the other day. So those are my three honorable mentions on there, which I feel like one of them is probably on your top five. But that's why I don't really want to talk about them until we kind of go through our list and mm-hmm. and uh, maybe kind of ruin it for everybody else out there. But, uh, 
here's uh here's my uh you you go first you go first with your with your top five you want me to go five through one and then we can discuss at the end then or do you Ooh. want me just to go i don't no we, let's go we'll go back and forth yeah we'll go back and forth so number right. five i mean my, for you and again remember these are our own personal lists so there may be some that you're like well that's a you know a more popular whatever like for me number five is field of dreams like i feel like mm-hmm. you have to have it in there yep like you have to have it in there somewhere. Yep. I mean, that is when you think of baseball movies, that's generally one of the ones you think of. Uh, it's one of the more quotable ones yes. for a lot of people out there. So, yep. yep. Uh, my number five, Moneyball. Um, maybe one of the newer ones, if you think about like some of the latest. It's been a while, I yeah. think, since like, we've actually... And I, I guess if I put an honorable mention in there, I probably would say Moneyball, because I like the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to sound like a nerd when I say I prefer the book. I do have the book, but I never read the yeah. book. And the the funny thing about the movie, which is something that like baseball people noticed right away, was that the movie doesn't really talk about the pitching for the Oakland A's, but the book does. Okay. Because that that, that was something you know because they had Mark Mulder and Barry Zito and Tim yeah. Hudson, three pretty good pitchers, right? And that that gets brought up like, oh, how come that was? And really, the only thing that's really brought up in the movie is at one point, um, Billy Bean walks by, like I think it's Hudson. And tells him like says something in passing. Yeah. And in the book, like, and that's and that was something where, you know, people just in general kind of had a, a problem. But the book actually brings it up a little bit in, in how they were those three pitchers in some ways. I think not so much Mulder, but Zito and Hudson were all were also kind of you know moneyball type guys in that. Tim, you know, Barry Zito didn't throw very hard. Tim Hudson was short. Like those mm-hmm. are things that sometimes you know people would look at for pitchers. Say, well, you can't be a good pitcher. You're you know. Right. I think Tim Hudson was, if he was even six foot, they would look at them and say, well, you can't be a good pitcher. You're six foot. You're Barry Z, you can't be a good pitcher. You don't throw hard. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think if I had to throw an honorable mention, it would, be, it would be Moneyball. Interesting. I did not. Maybe I need to read the book there a little bit more. I, so. I, I, again, just not to sound like a, a, a nerd, but right. I do prefer the book. All right. So, uh, number four then. Number four. It was on your honorable mention. It was Rookie of the Year. Yeah. <laughs> a sneaky, fun cast. It is. You know what I didn't realize? I saw this the other day. Daniel Stern. He was the one who pitched to Barry Bonds and all that those hitters in that in those clips. Is he? Yes. I didn't know I that. saw that online the other day. I didn't day. know that. And I was gonna tell you, but I'm like, okay, if we do this, I'll tell you then. He's the one who actually pitched. And I he might have directed the movie or he had something to do with the movie too. Okay. But let me let me. I'm going to Google that really quick while you talk about that one. All right, but I mean, this is a movie I watched a ton as a kid. Mm-hmm. And let's put it this way: it has to be a movie I really like for me to have a movie about the Cubs in it at number four. But I mean, I just you know, it's a it. You mentioned the you know the the movies when we were kids. This is like the quintessential like '90s sports movie. Mm-hmm. You know, quirky kid does something. You know, like there's some some something happens where this kid is suddenly in the spot. Um, it said a, a sneaky good cast got Gary Busey. Can we call Gary Busey friend of the show? <laughs> he did tweet at us. He did tweet at us. He did tweet at us yeah. once. So, yeah. um, one of my all-time favorite actors, John Candy, as yes. the as the radio announcer. Yep. Um, just a good and uh, the I I don't know the actor's name, but the old man that plays the owner. Yes, he's, he's also in the, Home Alone. He, yeah, he's also the yep. he's also the uh, toy store owner in Home Alone too. Yep. So, just a good a good cast. Mm-hmm. God, I'm the to... actress who would play Julie the Cat Gaffney in the second and third Mighty Ducks movie, isn't it? Oh, I didn't know that. The mom, I found this out the other day. So the mom in there, she is uh, 
in Chicago PD, which is one of my new, my current favorite TV shows. There you right go. Now. So, All right. Yeah. So, I yeah, don't... like I said, a sneaky good cast. It's it just is. a good, fun movie. It was one there's that some, I, There's some quotables in there. Daniel Stern did direct it. Does that make it a little bit better now for it you? It does. <laughs> I like it. But uh, just, yeah, just a, a fun movie. Yeah. And hey, if you're if you're out there listening and you want to watch like a baseball movie with your kids, that's a good one. I feel like it was always on uh, WGN. Of course, I'm sure the Cubs connection. Yep, and uh, yeah, I, I had it on VHS. I watched it all the time as a mm-hmm. kid too. So yep, yep, good movie. My number four is Bull Durham. Another high. I feel like a lot of baseball movies are highly quotable, and this one is too. Um, it's uh, it's hilarious. Yes, it, it is. It's, talk about a cast there too: Kevin Costner, Susan Sarandon, and such. So, uh, but. Bull Durham, I think, uh, would you say that really put, like, minor league baseball on the map now? I think so. Yeah. I mean, uh, we could uh, minor league baseball, you, probably the most famous minor league baseball team for for people out I there so. because of the movie. I think so. So, But Crash Davis and such, yeah, uh, Bull Durham's number four for me. Yep. Uh, Bull Durham's number three for me. Perfect. So, I mean, yep. we, you, you did a pretty good job of covering, but, yeah, the quintessential, like, and I think that's one where, you know, we're going to have kind of two different lines here because there's like the kids baseball movies which are fun but then also like i'm sure there's like the ones like bull durham that like the adults and maybe the people that played baseball will appreciate more because maybe it's a little bit closer to you know what might have happened for them at certain mm-hmm. times kind yep. of thing you know yep um so i know my next one i'm gonna let i'm gonna save it for you to talk about but i'll tell you what it is number three for me is major league okay so um i know you got that one coming up yeah so and that's that's something that you can do a really good job at. We can really hit it at it, maybe both uh, together. But my number three is Major League. Okay. So, you're number two. Little Big League. Ha, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I like, and like, one, you know, obviously the, the premise of it, of the, you know, the kid being the manager, you know, little, a little far-fetched. What's, but... more, what's more far-fetched? Kid manager, kid pitcher. True. <laughs> or, 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 or ghost walking out of cornfield. That too, but um, but or, no, like or and angels I, in the outfield. And I, but I always appreciated like the for me a big part of it, just sports movies, but especially baseball is like the action for a game and stuff like that. Like if I'm watching this, you know, the suspension of disbelief, the idea that like, look, I know I'm watching a movie, but you know what? Hey, this is this is close. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, little, you know, I thought Little Big B did a pretty good job. I like the cameos in it. Who did the better acting job? Was it Griffey or Randy Johnson? They're both good. <laughs> it's weird because, like, Ken Griffey, like, I don't think you would find many people that were like, oh, he could be a good bad guy. Yeah. But he was. I think Randy like, Johnson, you could definitely oh, see. Oh, yeah. But Ken, I mean, Ken Griffey, you know, like. He had that know, swag that I think kind he, of played he in did, it. He yeah. did. Yeah. But, you know, and just, yeah, just a fun movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's like two twins movies, I think, like Major League Three. Wasn't that the twins in there too? That one, yeah. That one didn't make that, your honorable no, mention or anything no. either. So I've said before, I could never, and this goes back to the whole suspension of disbelief. I could never buy that five foot six Carlos Liston was this sort of like, you know, feared hitter. Yeah. I, <laughs> hey, Tim Hudson wasn't six foot. I heard that somewhere. <laughs> uh, my number two was Field of Dreams. Um, I have you been to Field of Dreams? I've not. Okay, I haven't been there either. So, uh, but now. Talk about one of the quotable movies. I mean, if you build it, if you, if you build they, it, they will come. They will come. Uh, I mean, James Earl Jones's speech, uh, you know, at, at the end there. And Dad, want to have a catch? You know, sort of thing. So, Which, that still bothers me. Yeah, because... Um, 
I know it's not the proper way, but apparently that's how you say but, it. And so, that's it. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, I don't agree with the way that said, but, go, but who am I to argue with Field of Dreams? Right. Because uh, there was a whole debate about that. Like, oh, yeah. that's how you say it in the East Coast or New York or yeah. something like that. I, I read like, that somewhere. Like the first time besides that I ever heard it was, it's always sunny when Mac talks about having a catch. I'm like, well, that just sounds weird. Yeah. He wants to have a catch with Chase Utley. Yeah. That's his, that's his hero. <laughs> but, no, I, I, I love the movie. Um, it's one obviously one of my favorite sports movies and on uh, top tier two and so yeah uh, I remember when it first came out I mean I've got the DVD of it I actually have the DVD of all of all of these movies right now so kazoo tight by the way over Thank there you. so uh, Field of Dreams number two for me and I mean Kevin Costner if you think about baseball movies these two for love of the game he's on there too as uh, Billy Chapel. Between him and golf movies, or no, he's only been in one golf, I guess, Tin Cup. So, but anyways, number two, Field of Dreams. Your number one, I know it. My number one is my favorite movie of all time, mm-hmm. Major League. Yep, that's like, why I would say that's why I was like, yep, and I appreciate on. that. But I mean, with all the things I've I've talked about with these other movies, I enjoy. Like to me, Major League has them in the perfect combination. You look at the cast, mm-hmm. then and now, just such a good. I mean, the thing Char- I appreciate: Charlie Sheen, Wesley Snipes, Dennis Haber. Um, Corbin Bur- Carbon Burnson. Yep. Um, um, what's his name? Uh, Tom. Yes, Tom Berenger. Berenger. Yeah, yep. Berenger. Sorry, yep. I knew it started with a B. Yes, like, uh, yeah. Rene Russo. Like, mm-hmm. just such a good cat. Like the you know the action's good. Like it's the thing I appreciate about this movie. You and I have talked about it. Charlie Sheen looks like a pitcher. Yeah, and the, he was. I think he said he threw like eighties when yeah. he did that. Yep. Well, and the guy you didn't mention is Bob Uecker. Bob Uecker. I mean, come on. Yeah. Goes yeah. saying, but like, and also like when you watch this movie, like this seems like it, this is vi- like this could have viably happened. Heck, we've seen it in later years about teams wanting to move. Was although, the, although that... if this movie try, if they tried to make this movie in twenty twenty three, some people might want to try to paint the owner as the hero. <laughs> was it you that were telling? Somebody was telling me. I can't remember who it was. The Serrano part. He actually hit a home run. And, like, his jogger on the bases was actually a real thing. Like, he was just pumped up. He hit a home oh, run. Oh, I didn't know that. Somebody told me that. I don't know if that's 100% true. And I can't remember who told me that. But it makes it even better. I know, right? I, now that you're – I was just I just thought of that. I'm going to have to double-check yeah. that. But somebody just and told me And I feel bad because every year, like, my, like, pre-opening day tradition is to watch Major League. And I just didn't – I forgot to do it. You Maybe. didn't. You didn't. That well. That's why they didn't. That's why the Brewers lost yeah. their opener, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, that's always my tradition would be to watch Major League. Yeah. Um, yeah. Here, this is from uh, 2014. Uh, Serrano actually hit those home runs in Major League, and I'm just going to kind of read. According to writer director David Ward, uh, Serrano uh, was the only actor who could actually hit a home run. Every time I was supposed to hit a home run in the movie, I did, uh, he, he said. Uh, those clips of Serrano looking intimidly and actually connecting for big blasts in the movie looked real, and now we will, will we know why. All right. I didn't know this. This is from LarryBrownSports.com. I'm sure you're familiar with that website. But it says, uh, that's just one tidbit we'll share. Another one you already know from two years ago. Charlie Sheen took steroids for the movie. Yes, he he admitted that he. I was going to bring that. that up that yeah. he was not exactly uh, being clean, but man, okay. So Charlie Sheen looked like a pitcher. Serrano looked like a hitter, and some could argue he, he acted a like a pitcher. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> from true. a certain time frame. Yep. 
So, anything else you want to add about your, your no, number? No, just one? my. Like I said, it's just it's my favorite movie mm-hmm. of all time. Well, my number one didn't even make your list. No, Sandlot. Wow, yeah. No, uh, my number one is Sandlot. I remember this was probably one of my. F- First I would probably I throw an watching. honorable mention. Like I didn't give much thought to the honorable mentions, but yeah, I would yeah. probably definitely. Sandlot is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's I tell this story all the time. Whenever I'd go to my grandma's house, there was three movies on VHS that were in like her cupboard: Turtles, the original, Back to the Future Three with uh, the ending of Night Court on it before because it was recorded off TV. Nice and Sandlot. Those were the three. So I. Love the Sandlots, everything about the Sandlot. So that's not only my favorite baseball movie, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Top five, top ten, easily Sandlot on there. But, again, like we said, like a lot of these movies, you can quote something. Oh, yeah. From, from the major league, I mean, for crying out loud, too high. What do you mean too high? Say you that all the time. What do you mean too high? Yeah. Who cares? It's gone. <laughs> Just a bit outside, you know. Oh, yeah. Juvenile delinquent in the off season, <laughs> you know stuff like that. So, all right, those are our top fives. If you have any top fives, you can uh, tweet at us. Let us know for your top five baseball movies. Should we move right into top five sounds? Let's do it. Yes. So Stop. the reason I thought of this one is because baseball season. And giving you a hint, I've got two baseball ones on here. I do too. So uh, that's kind of where it like, I guess, grew, kind of yeah. festered or whatever you want to say. So. Do you have any honorable mentions for this one? I, I don't. don't. Okay, I don't. I, don't. So. I, may, I may think of some as we go along, so I reserve yeah. the right to add. Yeah. But my, like, yeah. My, so okay. you're number five. I have a feeling my number five is not going to be on your list. Okay. Mine is a good slam in a pro wrestling match. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> no, I, I figure it's like, a, you, know, in, you know, like you get a good, like, choke slam or, like, everyone's body's mm-hmm. hitting the ground at the same time and it just reverberates. Yep. Like, yep. You, get, you get the right ones and it's it's a good sound. That's a good one. Uh, my number five is one that you can't hear on TV. Um, I, I, unless you can and you've got better hearing than I can. Is the nothing but net swish of a, of a basketball shot. Mm-hmm. Very hard, obviously, to hear on TV. Very hard probably to hear in person if you're at a game. Yeah. But when you're playing and you're in a gym by yourself and it's just nothing but – heck, even the chains on a, on a street basketball hoop, I don't mind it. Just the, the sound of the leather or – rubber depending on what basketball you're using hitting that net or chain nothing but net is is basketball so that's my number five i like it yeah is that an honorable mention now for you we'll see uh number four number four for me is when you're at any sort and i'll open this up any sort of uh, auto race and you just get like the big pack of cars go by Oh yeah, you can be on dirt. It can be. I mean, it can be a NASCAR race, but like once you, in a while, when you watch that, they have that that corner camera. Yeah, like, yeah. Zoom, you you zoom, see it all the time on like NASCAR, yep. where they'll have like the stationary camera, and you just hear like the cars go by. Especially if you're at like a super speedway where they're all bunched together. Yeah, it's just like. Yep. That's a good one. That's a good one. I like you're thinking outside the box here. But again, it doesn't have to necessarily be like NASCAR. Like you're at your local dirt track, and you get the you know green flag, and suddenly all the cars just zoom on by. Yep. Uh my number four is uh, the shoulder pads on a football tackle. Uh, not the helmet, the helmet one. I'm talking the shoulder no. pads. You know, you, you, we all know it. We've heard it before. You can hear it on TV sometimes uh, otherwise. But, yeah, it's it's the shoulder pads of a good, solid football tackle. That's That's my number four. Your number three. My number three is my first baseball one, which is a good back crack. Mm. You know, like a when you, you there's sometimes you can just tell, mm-hmm. like you know, 
when you see someone that just gets all of it, and it's just absolutely just that crack. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we're going to say because that's my number three. Now I'm really curious if our top two is going to be the same here. One, I think one one might be. I don't know if the other one will. Okay, mine, my one of my other ones is a little bit specific. Now, crack of the bat, wood, metal, does it matter? I think they. I, there's di- there's a difference. There's I'm, a difference. My in my head, I was thinking wood. I was okay. I just wanted to clarify. Mine's a, a wooden bat, okay, the ball too, okay. like that. that in, my, crack. in the head, in my head, it was wood. But I'd rather have the crack in the instead the of the ping. ting, yeah, or the ping or something like that. So okay, so we had both of that. Your two. I just thought I have an honorable mention, but I think it actually might be the other one you have. Okay. And if not, I would be very surprised. Mine is a bit of a quick sequence. Okay. But um, more, the most important part of this is, for me, is band playing after a college football touchdown. <laughs> That's like, awesome. I like, did, yeah. Especially if like you're like you know if you're, obviously if you're Badger fan and you know there's a touchdown and like that sequence of like the whistle with like. Yep. The hands up into the band playing. Like mm-hmm. to me, that's just like yep. pure joy. Ah uh, man, that's a that I that's really thinking outside the box. That was my one that I was a little bit yeah. So I think you and I are gonna have the same number one. Okay. Uh, my number two, and I wonder if this is what you're referring to with the honorable mention. Golf. Yes. Okay. Yep. yep. I thought about that just now. Like. Oh, that's a good one. I bet she has it. Ball hitting the driver on her yeah. well. I don't. Ha- I don't have very. I don't have very much experience in that. <laughs> but the once in the once in the blue moon when yeah that perfect sounding. I mean, it's like uh, yeah. it's like tin cup that tuning fork ringing your loins after you know hitting that. Yeah, once you a well struck golf ball that sound. Yep. We hear it on TV, a Tiger Woods or something like that. Yeah. But when you're on the course, and it's like, oh yeah, that's number two for me. Yeah, that's... easily. And I yep. think we've got the same one because it's both baseball, right? It is baseball. Does it involve the ball? It does. Does it involve leather? It does. Okay, yeah. So ball caught. I I had mine listed as a call strike three. Okay, so it's just the ball hitting the leather. Yeah, for, but for me, like I just think of that sequence of a called strike, like because you have the glove pop. Yep. And then you have the umpire following with the. Yeah, and everybody's got their uh, own unique. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. like, is because think about it, you're watching a game, especially like a big time game. Is there anything more exciting than like just like a called strike three? It just like hits the corner, just bam. Yep. And the um with the yeah, I mean that or like I I just had it for the ball hitting the leather if it's a line drive to the shortstop yep. and that Ooh. pop sort of thing. But yep. yeah, you're right. Yeah. The ball hitting the and then you add in the ump at the end with the their yep. own version of strike yeah, three. Because everyone's call. always a little different, but yep. yeah, to have the ha. Yep. So I kind of figured we both have the two baseball ones in there, but uh, I wasn't yeah. sure if we'd have the if we'd have the same number one on there. So, but uh, I'm good. Yeah, I got a marker on me. I don't know where that came from. Probably from this marker here, but still, I don't know. Uh, so to recap, my if I had one honorable mention though, I should say if I did have one, and I'm surprised it actually didn't make your top five, a slap shot. Yeah, that'd be the, good. I mean that the stick off the ice hitting the hitting the puck. <laughs> yep. yep. That probably would have been a, an honorable mention for me yep. on there. So, but um, I'm happy with mine. Yeah, I'm happy with mine. Like, and I think the golf one too. It has to be the driver. Once in a while, you can hear a clunk with the iron, but I I feel like the most pure shot with an iron is when you yeah. don't even feel. There's it. yeah another one I would bring up, and it would be an honorable mention, but it's one I've I've come across more through my job would be the sound and of a really good spike in volleyball. Oh yeah, and because I, I remember when I was in college, I covered the UW Oshkosh uh, 
women's volleyball team. Mm-hmm. Very good. I mean, they were making trips to the end, you know, the Division Three, like you know, mm-hmm. Final Four, that kind of stuff. And they had, there's a they had an all American uh, hitter. And it was the first time I'd ever heard where, like, you hear in baseball, like, the ball sounds different coming off a bat. Well, mm-hmm. for her, the ball came sounded different coming off her arm. Like, mm-hmm. it sounded like a gunshot. Like, she would go up and just be like, boom. Like, the second she swung, she's like, if she gets a good swing, like, you're not blocking it. And I've obviously seen that a good amount with, you know, some great hitters and stuff around here. But there was just no, yeah. Right. Like, That's that a feeling of just going up for the swing and, like, it's going to be loud and you're not stopping it. There was another one I thought of if I wanted to do a jokingly one. Double doink. A ball hitting the field goal post, unless it's your kicker, then it's like. Oh. But we've heard it watching games. The bum, mics catch bum. it. It's like, oh, oh, oh. and then you hear the boing. You know, I'm like, oh. Then you just like sit the the pit in your stomach. Uh, so, you think the kicker can hear that on the field? Good question. I don't know. I don't know either. Because either one one crowd's cheering or yeah, maybe you know. it depends if you know. Home or away, and depending. maybe you hear it more if you're at home because you know, you're the mics and all that. Oh. Yeah, well, because you can hear the yeah. I don't know, but double doink or a, a doink, I should say. But that would have been. I'll throw it on my honorable mention. There you go, because it's memorable, right? Yep, it is. So, all right, we got two top fives. The rest of you, you can play along with us if you'd like, or if you have a nomination for a top five, hit us up with your nomination for a top five so we can. Uh, we can maybe hit that up in a future episode. But that's going to do it for this quick episode of the Man Cave Podcast. Again, brought to you by our good friends from Hy-Vee and Toys and Ford. If you're not subscribing or following the podcast on your favorite podcasting platforms, do us all a favor and do so. And while you are there, give it a five-star rating and a positive review. Why are you looking at me like that? You always give me weird looks. Like you want to say something. So, anyways, go do that on your favorite podcasting platform. Uh, until next time, don't do that, man. You're such a creep. Uh, we'll talk to you on the next episode of the Man Cave Podcast.